0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Free Flow Friday with the Thriving Conversation with three of the Thriving Goddesses. Before we get started, I want to go ahead and have you all follow us at Thriving Goddesses on IG and also Thriving Goddesses on Facebook. If you'd like, you can follow me, Courtney. My IG handle is Coco underscore Middleton. And I'm Ya'Kira. And this is Ayla. Oh, all right. So let's get into it. Um, the last few times that we've had a free flow Friday, I kind of had a conversation plan out. I'm very technical. Mm-hmm. I brought my notes today. I'm closing my laptop. Ooh. What we're going to do today is we're going to have a for real, for real free flow friday and we're going to talk about something that i've been implementing in my life more regularly which is meditation and i know that this is a conversation that we've probably had a couple of times in the past as the thriving goddesses but during those times i wasn't necessarily practicing prayer or meditation like i wanted to and recently it's made a huge change in my life Um, I got the—or actually, I should say that I've been continuously getting the hint to meditate and the recommendation to meditate from not only my peers but also— Um, in clinic from some of the naturopathic physicians and even um, been inspired by some patients to pick up meditation a little bit more. Um, And more so recently, I've been seeing a lot of medical or MD doctors, allopathic physicians uh, recommend meditation in their treatment plans. And I was actually very, very surprised to have um, my gastroenterologist, who I was seeing earlier in the year, recommend that I meditate for intestinal and gut health, and I w- always thought that meditation was something that naturopaths only included in treatment plans for patients. But now I'm seeing, you know, regular schmegular uh, allopathic <laughs> physicians. I'm just kidding, you guys aren't regular schmegular. <laughs> I think you're amazing. Um, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of um, allopathic physicians um, recommend meditation in their treatment plans, and. I want to say that I meditated, and I was meditating years ago, actually before I moved to Arizona. And then when I started medical school, and when I stopped doing Tai Chi because it's something I also used to practice a lot, I stopped meditating, and I started to um, feel like I needed it less and less. The more I did it, less and less, and I w- was in denial about how well I was doing, and. I was in denial about um, being okay with not checking in with myself, and I honestly forgot how to meditate. So whenever someone would recommend it to me, I would just kind of, like, not physically, but, you know, mentally roll my eyes and say, oh, you know, I don't really need that. Like, my ego grew way larger than um, me recognizing what I needed spiritually, right? And we all have different um, definitions for what meditation is. And, um, to some people it's like a prayer. And I'd like to think that a meditation, and I think Ayla has mentioned this before, it's like a check-in with oneself. It's a way to check in with where your mindset is. It's a way to check in with what you are needing, especially as a giver, especially as a medical professional. We don't often do this. We are so, um, dead set on helping others and uh, being of service that we often don't take the time to see what is it that we are needing mentally or physic- you know, physically. And what do I mean by this? Um, a lot of times what we need emotionally or mentally comes out in a different kind of language in the real world. For example, and this is the easiest example I can give because I know a lot of our listeners probably found us on Instagram. So let's use Instagram as an example. If you're in a relationship with someone, you might get into an argument with them because, OK, maybe your bae isn't posting pictures of you or something. You're like, bae, why aren't you sh- like showing pictures of us? And you know, they'll give you a reason or an excuse. and But what, what are you really asking for? You're not really asking to be posted. You're asking to feel secure in your relationship. So I think meditation kind of gets rid of that outer um, facade and it digs a little bit deeper into the true meaning of what you need and what you're asking for. And that way you have a better idea of how to ask for it. Instead of asking, hey, Bae, why aren't you posting pictures of us together or why are you blurring out my face? Or <laughs> Why are you posting an emoji over my, like, you know, I've seen things happen on Instagram and, um, you know, you might, that person or you might not be able to really just verbalize and say, hi, Bay, I really want to feel more secure here. Can we talk about this? And that might lead to a more broad and open conversation And you're allowed to be more vulnerable, not with yourself, but with everyone around you, right? Um, I think meditation allows us, uh, for me, um, it allows me to be um, honest with myself. Um, As a check-in, I need to not only check in with my needs, but I need to check in with my boundaries too. Okay, I need this, but I also um, need to give something back to myself. Um, It's kind of like putting a hole into a glass jar. Um, I'm trying to fill up my jar, but there's a hole in the bottom, and a boundary will allow me to put a plug in that hole so that I can retain a little bit more of um, what I'm putting into the jar instead of just constantly letting it pour out onto others. And um, lately, meditation has also allowed me to get in touch with myself and um, realize my power and not just kind of go through life on um, on autopilot. I feel more present, and I feel that I'm able to make more sound and clear decisions by taking my time, like I take my time in meditation. So yeah I just wanted to say that and um, you know kind of listen to you ladies talk about your experiences as of late with meditation yeah I mean I love your perspective on it
1: um, and everything that you mentioned about what meditation has been for you and the the power and the check-in and all of those things Um, I think meditation is so individual like some people hate listening to guided meditations. They hate that voice. They need a space where they can just sit down by themselves, figure it out on their own. Someone like me, sometimes I need that voice because when I sit down on my own, I'm like, it's time to meditate. Oh, yeah, you have to do this. Did you check the laundry? Did you did it? You know, like my mind can go all over the place. Um, and it's hard for me to c- bring it back in. And But my favorite form of meditation or the meditation that I've found to be the most useful for me personally is a moving meditation specifically i always go back to yoga i'm a yoga freak um <laughs> but because meditation really became a tool for me and i'll tell you how um when i first started practicing i didn't really put the- the connections together but after a while repetition again you guys is really really powerful and repetition of meditation can be really powerful and i remember holding postures again and again and again and there's you know i don't know if you guys have seen i'm not talking about freaky crazy yoga postures where people think like you're walking on your hands you're you know like people always see those instagram pictures and they're like oh my god i can never do that but even something like a warrior it is so hard to hold a warrior. Oh my warrior gosh, to, she does
2: not lie. She does not lie. It is <laughs> so
1: hard, and then you know, and then you have to hold it and just hold it and just hold it, and that's where I found myself meditating in those really, really hard postures when I would like hold my breath, and all I could think about was like, I need to get out of this asap, and I react the same way to stress. Whenever, when I'm, whenever I'm really, really stressed out or really, really anxious. The first instinctual thing that I want to do is run away. Get out of this thing ASAP. But I learned through yoga how to breathe through those postures. And even through that excruciating God knows how long... (laughs) We have, you know, we hold those warriors, always the warrior, warrior two, it's always a warrior two, Um, but it's a, it's a love-hate relationship, (laughs) but, you know, the longer I was able to just breathe through it, it became a tool for me to understand that even in the most uncomfortable position, even holding that, that most, you know, intense moment, you can still breathe through it, and you can still basically get through it. And so whenever I'm stressed out, anxious, angry, frustrated, just in that same uncomfortable space, that's my tool. And it's really easy to meditate when you're feeling great. It's really easy to start a gratitude practice when you're feeling great. It's really hard to do those things when, for lack of a better word, like shit hits the fan, (laughs) you know. But repetition of meditation, whatever form you like, becomes a tool for you for for those times when it's like, how can I get through this? Right. And uh, just to real quick interject
0: here, maybe I should start doing yoga because <laughs> maybe it would help me on the treadmill a lot of times. I, I'm like, I will
1: maybe, always recommend yoga for every human being. <laughs>
0: maybe I need to get
2: off this treadmill real quick. <laughs> but it could be a treadmill because it's yeah. all the same. It's all the same. It's the same right, concept. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could be on a treadmill. You could be doing yoga. It's moving meditation, all right? right? It's all moving meditation, but it's about, like, when you're on the treadmill, like, and you're doing, like, let's say, five, six, seven miles per hour. Seven, honey. And then you're, like... I want to stop. Oh, my God. Right. I'm tired. <laughs> my lungs, my legs, right? But, like, when you're like, no, girl, push. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter that it's uncomfortable. It doesn't matter that my lungs hurt. It doesn't matter that my thighs are burning and dying. I'm about to slide off this machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't matter, right? Like, you got to push through. But what is nice about yoga, especially if you go to Ayla's class or Brother Charles's class. Mm-hmm. Um, Champions, Champions yoga. With Champions Yoga, um, which they will be opening their own facility soon yes. so Got check us out day. for that check it out um but when you go with them what i love is that they're so motivational so even when i am holding a warrior's pose and my <laughs> thigh is burning and i'm like you know what lean up stand up a little <laughs> bit taller girl because this is hurting right so when i stand up a little bit taller and then Ava's is like Don't stand up taller, lean into it and hold it. Feel the pain, feel the discomfort because discomfort Because discomfort <laughs> is where change happens. <laughs> discomfort is where you overcome. If you stay where you're comfortable, you'll never grow. You'll never change. Enough. And they said that to me, and I was like, dang it. Okay, she's like, right. She's right. Not I'm trying say. to change and grow right Not now. Gotta Why say. you got to call me out on my... <gasps> so anyway, so yes. So that's the benefit is having someone kind of like in your ear when you can't be that for yourself. That's right. amazing. Right. Oh, that's You incredible. know, Oh, I was going to say, but... Um, so that's one aspect. I really love it. I'm more of a, like, motion, like, moving, like, meditation person as well. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember us taking the mind-body class with Dr. Ray. Shout out. Shout out to Dr. Rice. Um And she was like, I want you to try meditation for this long and write about it. And I was like, I hate meditating. This is the, the dumbest thing over, this and is, I don't want to do it. This no. is my entry. <laughs> no. <laughs> is my entry no <laughs> um, but it was because she would make us do these meditations in class and that person's voice was annoying and the person's voice I'm like uh, like if anything I would just fall asleep. Is that meditating? Sure, I'm sleeping. this is great <laughs> um, But um, let me tell you so I tried a bunch of different things. Um, I tried like just something like sweeping mm-hmm. sweeping the floor. Something like a continued motion, just repetitive motion that I was doing, I could get into a meditative state. If I sing, it would take me a while. Mm -hmm. Like, I would have to sing and sing and sing, maybe like 30 minutes. But after 30 minutes, I would get into a meditative Mm -hmm. state. Um, And then eventually, I got to the place where I could sit still with myself, and I would actually just lay there. And for whatever reason, sometimes I, like... After sitting there for a while, my mind would just be like, why do you do this? Mm -hmm. Like, I remember one time, one of the biggest and most profound meditations I ever had was, why do you attach yourself to trauma? Like, why are you so attached to your own trauma? Mm -hmm. And I just sat there. And I just, like, my eyes were closed. I was like, dang, I don't know. Why Mm -hmm. do you? And I just sat there, and I sat there, and I sat there. And then finally it was like, because that's the only thing that's familiar to you, and that's the only thing you know. That's the only thing that's been constant in your whole life. Mm -hmm. So you're attached to it because it's familiar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang. (laughs) It's deep. It gets gets deep. Um, Mm And... Yeah, like Mm -hmm. the existential questions of life get answered in meditation, man. You need to do it. (laughs) They sure do. And thank you for sharing that
0: too because there are a lot of things, uh, profound things that you can discover about yourself in meditation. And um, just before we end here, and I know Ayla has something else to say, Mm -hmm. Um, something that has um, really changed within me since I've started meditating again is my mindset. And what I did develop is a a state of gratitude And I know that I've been to Ayla's and Charles's class before, um, way before, uh, (laughs) because it's been a while. She's due for a few. Um, um, Ayla would mention um, while we are laying, is it Shavasana? We would be laying in Shavasana and she would, you know, bring up how to um, just like be there and relax and think about what some things that you're grateful for. And so instead of thinking of what I lack, which our society is another is another cancer of our society, like we're constantly thinking of what we don't have. What can I get? I'm a go-getter. What do I not have that I can get today, tomorrow, if I keep working hard and burning myself out, right? But in order to change how I feel about what I have already, I wanted to just kind of start appreciating pr- appreciating everything that I have. In, um, it makes everything that I I see and experience and have more beautiful when I developed this state of gratitude and um, I was able to change my mindset and From there it was kind of like a snowball effect. Um, I started to speak differently. I started to create different boundaries I started to create different goals for myself and um, I'm showing up in a different way in my life And I'm so grateful for that yeah. mm. You know, I just wanted to touch on um,
1: a different aspect or benefit of meditation, Um, different from, of course, you know, getting to know yourself and listening to your own self-talk and working through, you know, all these different um, attachments or things or habits that you have is literally the importance of learning how to turn your or switch your nervous system from a sympathetic fight or flight state that we are constantly in and everything around us pushes us towards that um, to learning how to switch that to a parasympathetic nervous or the parasympathetic state of the nervous system where now you literally switch and allow your body to calm down. You calm your heart rate. You calm everything down and like, Coco mentioned earlier, um, the gastroenterologist telling you to meditate and how that can affect you know, your digestion. And it is only really in the parasympathetic state where we properly digest because if you think about our fight or flight, literally that's what our body wants to do is either fight or run and it's not going to try to digest or worry about digestion when all it's worried about is go, go, go. And so meditation for me became a tool again in not just pushing because sometimes, you know, like sometimes even in yoga, I'll be in a posture and I'm like, push, push, push. But it's, it's not about pushing. It's about sitting in that discomfort, not pain, in <laughs> discomfort and relaxing right. and switching that system like literally taking yourself from that sympathetic. And that's why I liked yoga, because when you put yourself in these uncomfortable positions, right away your sympathetic nervous system is on, and you're like, get out, get out of this posture as fast as you can. And learning how to switch that to now just being calm. And you can get that from running, because you know people talk about the runner's high all the time, and they're running for miles, but they're calm.
0: Right, you know, I, I don't know, I think maybe we should do a part two. Is there more that you ladies want? 100%. Would have to <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we should do another, yeah. another yeah. conversation about meditation. We'll have a part two ready for you all. And I would just want to say thank you so much for listening in to our thriving conversation with Free Flow Fridays. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Thriving Goddesses. And make sure to tune in on Monday from Mind Body Monday. We will be available on more platforms soon. Remember, I'm Coco, and you can follow me on IG. My handle is Coco underscore Middleton. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you guys so Bye. much. Bye. Bye. Bye.